Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's 12 o'clock in the greatest city in the world. It is Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. It's Black Monday in the NFL. Already a couple of jobs opening up. It is also the eulogy day for the Jets and the Giants who will not be you gonna want to get that real quick mm. who will not be participating in the playoffs this season and uh we just look at the season as it finishes and of course we look forward to with this the best time of year of course which is the nfl playoffs especially wild car weekend which expects to be wild this is the way some finishes were yesterday as well man we got a lot of things to get to today and of course it's the final overreaction monday for the locals 800-919-3776 is going to be part of the conversation with you as well but there's a lot here is the giants already making some moves a couple of coaches fired special teams offensive line so immediately getting to business of the offseason on their side of things and we'll see you know does wink martindale stick around with the giants And on the Jet side of things, Bart, there's a lot being said after a season that started out with a lot of anticipation and ends with a lot of disappointment, though I guess the Dragon was slayed yesterday. In the snow in Foxborough, the streak is finally over. Ding dong, the witch is dead. So there is that. But I just want to ask you, Bart, now that the season is over and we are now looking towards next season, like... How do you feel right now about, let's say, just the Jets, where they are, and what is to come over the next eight months till we start a new season with the same hope we thought we had last year? It's just such a long process, right? It's one of those things as an analyst, as a fan, as a former player, it's just such a long process, right? Because we always talk about, like, say with Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We always say, like, man, nobody cares what you do in a regular season, right? Nobody really cares, right? Because we've seen it, heard it all before. And for the Jets standpoint, nobody cares what you do in the offseason as far as winning the headlines, bringing in free agents, right? Because you brought in Chuck Clark, right? Brought in, you know, uh, Alan Lazar, brought in Randall Cobb, brought in, you know, all these people, brought, you know, had a good draft. Hashtag friends of Aaron. Right, and so like brought got you know got Aaron Rodgers, so mm-hmm. won won all that, but yielded the same result. You know whatever the circumstances are, yielded the same result as what you did last year, seven seven and ten. Right, not you know it's like and one guy's injury, lateral move really one like the one injury dismantled yeah. the entire thing. And that, I think, wouldn't that be the biggest concern of all when you look at the roster in its entirety? Is that, like in the the NBA, if you lose your star, it can really impact. You can go right into the lottery, right? It's just, in the NBA, it does have that impact. But in the NFL, they always say it's, it's one man can't make a team. But really, the case, if you're looking at the story of the 2023 Jets season, it really is one man made the team. And his loss just took everything out of the season. Everything. Yeah. And it's hard to believe that next year, like, is it really that everything rests on Aaron Rodgers? I mean, listen, all hands on deck. This regime will not get a pass. This was one of the most unique situations. And we were kind of talking about this before. Uh, we are trying to talk about this before the um, pregame show. We were kind of talking behind. I was like, Wow. Rex got fired going to two FC championships and having a 500 record his first three years. He got fired. And it's like, yo, this regime is getting – we always talk about how you can't rebuild patiently in New York. If this isn't an, an example of New York and New York fans being patient and believing in the process, mm. I don't know what is. Mm. Because at this point, what – they're in going into their fourth year. I don't even know how many years he's been here. Joe Joe's been here four years. Sal's been here three. Right? Usually it's a five year plan. Like when coaches come in, they have this PowerPoint presentation. We heard Antonio Pierce talk about, you know, the fancy uh, PowerPoints about how they see the team in the next five years. You know, it's it's five years, 
well, we'll be right on five years with the Joe Douglas regime. And if he doesn't yield great results, not not a playoff berth, not a – you know how, like, Mike McCarthy's under that same thing? Like, we've seen you win and, and, and go into the playoffs, but if they lose, like, easy, you can see – I can see Dan Quinn taking over as the head coach. And if they don't win next year, I can see Salah being gone. I can see Joe Douglas being gone because you don't want these arranged marriages, even though this is an, an this is an arranged marriage. If if you know what I mean, when you think about Joe yeah. Douglas mm-hmm. and Sala wasn't brought in together, <laughs> and and it goes back to again, Aaron Rodgers is the reason why they'll be back next yeah, year. Yeah, because it's like you you'll be punting on if you punt on them this year, then you're punting on this year and next year. It really is amazing, right? Like if you think it, I've never seen before how maybe Tom Brady and Peyton, right? May, I, I don't one think, man. Has that much influence over a franchise? No one man should have all this power. But think about it. No, but th- I'm serious though. But think about it. Right? How much impact Rodgers has had on the field with the injury, off the field with some of his influence, right? On players, like in any other place, Nathaniel Hackett would be gone, wouldn't he? He'd be yeah, gone. He he would be like just like Dayball. You have to trim up your. Uh, you have to find some people to blame. So you fire this guy and that guy, okay, offensive line. Who knows? Maybe the Jets fired offensive line coach because the offensive line was the biggest problem. Maybe he's the guy that's the sacrificial lamb. Um, but we know Nathaniel was tied to Aaron. And I think also, you know, maybe you bring in a guy like Frank Wright or somebody like that to be a high-end quarterback's coach because when Aaron's gone, you're going to need a real coordinator to replace Nathaniel Hackett because mm-hmm. the belief is going to be that you don't – Believe in the thing, Hackett. What about, outside what about of Arthur Aaron Smith, Rogers? who's uh, available and was a very good coordinator, just not a great head coach? I mean, I think you're considering all that, right? And you you're looking at all that to update and beef up your staff. Mm-hmm. And I think those are some of the decisions that you have to have collectively because you can't bring everybody back if the offensive line played like that. Because we saw uh, what the difference in great offensive line coaching does in Cleveland. Cleveland had. Probably the exact same amount of injuries mm-hmm. that the Jets had. They're on their fifth and sixth uh, offensive tackles. And yet we see them play at such a high level because of Bill Callahan and how great he is as an offensive line coach. So I, I think if you see anybody maybe uh, have to walk the plank, it may be the offensive line coach. They just got him from Tennessee? It don't matter. It don't matter how, how, how many years did Dayball's but what are you working Dayball's, with? Been See, here again, two, Dayball's been here two years, right? But what are you working with is the other thing. And then how much is it, it well, this it, is the, what the offense that we're playing is requiring you to do as an offensive line. It's like, well, they can't matter. do that. They were, they, were, they were the worst. 32nd. Yeah. I, I'm aware. I don't, it's, people, it's people with everybody. It's a lot of teams that offensive lines were decimated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always been the story. And the fact that you weren't over to over able to overcome it or come up with some type of scheme where we can even be not last mm-hmm. is, is, is a lot to be <laughs> yeah, said. Just don't be last. Yeah, just don't be the worst. But let's get back to the – again, to me, the, the, the topic here that really has – is like it's just – I can't – I can't even put it to words. You hear me stumbling here because I've just – it's never been like this before. It's always been easy at the end of a season to point to areas and say, well, get rid of this guy, fix that, do this, right? Yeah. But we all know that that's not – none of the things that we would suggest that that we could spend time with of – like we could do a whole show of what do the Jets need to do to get right. Offensive line. But but Bart, again, we could say it – but all of it goes back to one linchpin. What does Aaron want? And Nathaniel Hackett's not going anywhere. So, so you've got to be able to find pieces that fit the way he's going to want to play. But it all starts with what Aaron Rodgers feels, wants, and believes the Jets need to do. So to me, I think we just start the day with hearing from him. Oh. Spoke this morning with the media and was asked the question that you would ask Joe Douglas, that you would ask Woody Johnson. And it is, what do the Jets need to do to make this a Super Bowl-winning team? I'm clicking on it. Just I think ain't we working, need boys. a couple more pieces, which anybody that doesn't host it at the end of the season always needs probably one or two more pieces. But we're close. You know, there's some tough decisions about certain 
uh, individuals. I think we got a core group of guys. It's uh, really solid. Uh, I think you saw a lot of great, uh, great play this year from individuals. Some guys took some steps from years one and two. Um, I think there's a lot of great cornerstone, foundational pieces to build around what you need. Great young talent guys in their first contract, guys who just got paid and played at a high level. You know, we had two pro bowlers and a lot of other guys who could have been. And those are all on the defensive side of the ball were our two specialists. So we need to make sure we get some some of those guys getting the recognition and playing at the Pro Bowl level, all pro level on the offensive side of the ball. You get anything out of that? Yeah, I heard a lot. What? Tell me. I heard a lot. So, you know what? Let, let's play it again. And I, can I talk over it? You want to? You want to? So I wish I could pause and. Oh, we can't pause. I can't. I can't do the pause and continue. Okay. So he said, "Okay, we had a couple guys that got paid and paid at a high level." Okay, so Mm -hmm. that's that's Quincy Williams, right? Mm -hmm. Who could have been a Pro Bowler, but you know all that stuff, right? We got some decisions on some tough guys that we got to make. Well, no, no, no. Alan Lazard, they may have. Oh, you think he's referring like to? We have tough decisions on some guys, as yeah. if to question: Do we really want to keep this guy? Is he well, a good fit? Well, 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 we have we have to we have to make some tough decisions, right? So, Alan Lazard, right, just signed a forty-four million dollar contract, eleven million dollars a year. Okay, uh, but really, that was a two-year deal wrapped in a four years uh, package. Mm-hmm. So, when you talk about tough decisions, like, do you step away? And here's why you may have to eat that money. You may have to eat that money because you look at Lazard's contract. But he eats up a roster spot. So he eats up a roster spot, but you're talking about a guy that doesn't play special teams. So you talk about Charles and you talk about uh, Bromley. Those are special team guys. Charles is your gunner. Like, that's the most important person on your special teams. Right. Right. And he can provide that big body to block that Alan Lazard is playing. Mm-hmm. Then you have to decide if you're going to go out and get an upgrade at receiver. Devontae so, Adams being one. So you do that. So now that's another roster spot. Okay. You got your gadget guy in Gibson that's inside and out, but he's also a special team player. So that's three right there, right? You got Charles, that's four. You got Bromley who does both, that's five. Where do you have space to keep a guy up that may, is at his best, is capable of 700 yards receiving if he's a major number two? And he can't give you like a secondary thing like playing special, special teams. teams. He gives you nothing outside Randall of that. Cobb is in that conversation too, is he not? Well, Randall Cobb is gone. I, we, I think that's understood. Okay. Like well, we are, I mean, that's Rogers' Ran- guy, man. But Randall, Randall Cobb has had a hell of a run. Listen, Randall Cobb was, was probably done with the Texans. And if my friend was able to get me an extra $10 million by playing, extending my career for three years and not really putting a lot of wear and tear on my body outside of working out every day sure. and keeping in shape. Right. That's a good friend. Okay. I think Randall Cobb was probably 33 years old, 34. He's got to be older than um than than David uh than than uh Devontae Adams because he was in the league on their first Super Bowl. I believe. No, he wasn't there. It's 33 years old. 33 years ago. So he's, he's just be, a little bit older than Right. Devontae. So he's going to be 34 years old. So we understand that one, right? Mm-hmm. So then let's go to like tough decisions as well. We got Bryce Huff, which he just said he's not giving a hometown discount, so he's gone. And you can't blame him for that, no, right? No, no. He's, he, listen, he's an undrafted free agent. He didn't come in with money. So it's time for him to get paid. Right. Right. So Bryce Huff, you probably lose him unless you franchise tag him or put the um, transition tag, not the, the, the exclusive tag on him, and see if somebody, that way if you lose him, get a pick. you get something mm-hmm. for it, get a third-round draft pick, right? Mm-hmm. What people don't realize is another guy that's up that kind of took a step. It took him a long time. Is Aston Davis, right? Who you know probably got four four interceptions. You know now all he has made plays in this safety package stuff that they have. Right? You got uh, Whitehead that's up. Right? You, you got to make a decision there uh, with his contract. Carl Lawson is gone. That's mm-hmm. an easy decision. Mm-hmm. So like you have a lot of tough decisions that you have to make. Uh, conver- tough conversations you got to have with who you're letting go. Lanklin Thomason, you can let go. He hasn't played up to his contract. He's gone. So now you don't have a left guard. You have to let Makai Becton go, in my opinion. He played horribly. You can't trust him to be a left tackle next year. Did you year. see him go on social media yesterday, proud of himself for making it through the season? I mean, that's, I mean, I, I can Good I can for him. But the next step is to play good yeah, for like, all 17 games. But it also shows you where his head was at this year. Survival. Yeah. like in that, and it, while, while, again, you understand it because of what he's been through injury-wise. Yeah. 
I don't want my left tackle really just focusing on staying in the game. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like that—that that does tell me where his head's at right now, and that—that that wakes that does wake you up to the desperate need right. to fill one of the most important, especially with Aaron Rodgers, yeah. critical positions on the field, and it can't be Dwayne Brown. Oh, and it can't no, be Makai Beckton. Well, we know Dwayne Brown's well, on it. So Dwayne Brown, Lincoln so Thomas, your, your whole left left side. So is it the draft? Is it what, it, like what is it? It's both, and that's what made that's what made yesterday bitter bittersweet. Why? Why was like, yesterday bittersweet? I mean, you you get an opportunity to send Bill Belichick along his way. Yep. Right. Who knows? Now he may be gone. But a lot may, of conversations yeah. happening right now up in New England about that. Mm-hmm. But but you may have given him a gift because you gave him the third overall pick. So you think maybe just maybe. Marvin Harris Jr. is going to be a uh, top five. So what if somebody in the second round moves up? You don't up? think that at three the, the Patriots would take a quarterback? No, I, I absolutely oh, okay. think. What I'm saying is they may be in the running for the top two, right? We we just assume, oh, woo, well, at least they're down to the third one. They got to get Jaden Daniels. Woo, I'd rather them get that. But – if you somebody take, if so somebody Chicago Marvin, says I'm not, t- uh, we're keeping Fields, and they they go well, another way. Another I, think direction. They, I think they'll move that spot. Yeah, absolutely. They're, Washington's they're, they're, definitely taking a quarterback, right? And then so the the Patriots are at three. They, uh, they're, but, they're going quarterback also. But what what if they get either Drake? Everybody thinks that it's Drake May, and everybody thinks it's Drake May, and Caleb Williams. Yeah. What if you give? What if you gift the Patriots their new? Like guy that's going to torment you for fifteen years. That's yeah. Because you feels won, like that. Because you won yesterday. Wouldn't that be the, the most discouraging? You mean thing? just like when Mo Lewis hit My point. Drew Bledsoe? And that's what I talked about. On that's what I talked about. <laughs> like how many people wish they can take that back? Like the oh the Mo Lewis who was good. Oh we put your quarterback out and then hell opened up yeah, and you had right. to deal with it for fifteen. The years. gates of hell opened you, so, and so, out came Tom Brady. Right. So you may have potentially now just gave. The Patriots, the third best quarterback in the division after Aaron Rodgers leaves, you'll be stuck with having the worst quarterback in the division because you have no answer to who's the quarterback of the future post Aaron Rodgers. So that's what makes yesterday bittersweet. And you may be right out of the ranks at 10th and taking the kid from Penn State. So now you don't even get the best player in the position that you need the most. Yeah, the linemen. Once it's, again. Two so, linemen are like are, are plug-and-play linemen. Everybody else is a bit of a project, but those first two names, right. they're, they're supposed to be and like— you have, And who else is in front of you? Tennessee. Mm-hmm. What does Tennessee need? Offensive well, line. Well, they might need a lot of things. But they, but they have a new young quarterback. Remember, Will Levis is a rookie. Yeah, they, if they feel like he's the man. What do you mean, if? He, he, he played great. They Tennessee's at seven. There's no way that um, um, the wide receiver goes to seven, right? No, Marvin Harris. Mar- no, no, he won't get past Arizona. Yeah, Arizona at four. All right, that he, would be it. Yeah, he won't get past Arizona. And actually, the Chargers too. Like, uh, what? Are, what are the Chargers? They, they might take Malik Neighbors, who's a, who's a beast. Yes. All right. A lot of talk about him too. Because they think that, they, they think that he's better than than Marvin. The Gi- Harris. So the Giants are six. They also are in an well, interesting what, spot, right? They, what they, if they want Jaden Daniels? Jaden Daniels, people think is he's Lamar Jackson, and then you you can you, so you, you pass still have Lamar Daniel Jackson Jones before. for a year before you so you don't yeah. have to play him right, right away. Do you take him at six? Wow, yeah, the Jets are at ten, and that's that's you, that's so that's like, why it's bittersweet because you're feeling like you, a loss. You could have been in play for one of the two tackles that people think are plug and play, right? The, the guy uh, from Notre Dame. But aren't you the guy that told me? That you can also get a tackle in free agency? No, I was talking about guards. I was talking oh, you, about you're more about the guards, Eric, okay. Eric Dodds, because you're going to lose Langston Thompson, yep. so you can go get the guy, um, put AVT back at left guard, where he belongs, position, yeah, right next to Tipman, mm-hmm. and then not, then you essentially will have the rookie uh, from Penn State. So now you got somebody that can talk to him, and now he's protected. Tipman's good, so now you need a right tackle, right guard. The right guard, one of the best right guards out there. Is the Eric Dotson kid that we talked about uh, when I had Demarco Favre on when you were when you were uh, you know uh, okay. away? Mm-hmm. So Demarco Favre talked about how he was a failed left guard in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh gave out on him, but he's having an All Pro year and he's up this year for for them. So now you can you can start building something in the right tackle. You can maybe go buy Austin Peet. You know, you can buy. That's the name you can bring. Yeah, up, you can right. buy. You can buy your right side. Right side. Yeah, and draft one on your left side and put AVT next to him. So you still have Carter Warren. You still have Max Mitchell, who who we did we thought was going to take a jump, 
But that's what I'm talking that's about. That's your so, depth. So, so it's a it's a lot of stuff out there, man. That's that's kind of tough, and you know they have some some contracts they got to try and get rid of as well, and they're gonna have to eat some money. The good thing is because they don't have to pay anybody, they can eat some money. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the number. We'll get the calls set up here on the uh, the eulogy of the Jets. We'll obviously do the Giants side of things. The Giants made a couple of moves already this morning, uh, getting rid of cleaning out some of the coaches. Uh, nothing yet on Wink Martindale, but the special teams, well, offensive line. Weeks, yeah. Oh, yeah, they'll have to have conversations about that. But special teams, offensive line, uh, they are already making some moves there. But one thing about Rodgers, uh, just to put a bow on that, is he also offered this, and this is Samini had this uh, as a tweet. Uh, when people asked him, you know, what to turn it around, what do the Jets have to do to turn it around? One of the things he said was it's time they have to flush the bull, you know, the BS. And basically, like, as he explained it, anything that has nothing to do with winning has to be eliminated from the franchise. And I wanted to ask you, because you played for that team for many years, and you have been obviously associated with that franchise also since your playing career ended, and what do you think he means by that? Because he has been outspoken about, talking about the leaks. leaks to the media so, uh, and I stuff like that. that. Do you think it, ha- is it is it that kind of stuff? It's... It's because, you know, the Zach Wilson thing that you know is personal for him, that the, the story that, A, Zach Wilson didn't want to go back in after they had benched him and said, and that so that got out, which makes Zach look bad. And then it turns into the story is they told him we're going to trade you in the offseason. So it's also why he didn't want to go back in. And then he's saying, no, I want to play for my team. And it just makes Zach look bad. Is that all? Is that what you think he means, or are there other things that he's noticing within the organization that is like this is not this is not conducive to winning? I mean, we, we know because that's a pretty strong statement. Yeah, the, the, the obvious flush is the all the BS. Like, what is all the BS? Yeah, I mean, and I, why would you say that? Yeah, I mean, you know that's going to lead to us speculating, of course. Um, so I, I don't know specifically what he's talking about, but you know the the leaks and stuff like that is a start. And sometimes it's different because you don't know where the leaks are coming from. Are they coming from up top? Which, whatever, who cares? Leaks come from up top. Everybody leaks. Politics leaks. Everything. <laughs> it leaks everywhere. Every franchise in every major sport has somebody that There's knows tool. we've got to get our message out to the media. Right. Everybody has somebody that does that. It's just a reality. But he never liked it, as you know. He hated it in Green Bay. Yet he's somebody that well, does a lot of talking. Media, he, of he uses the media to, to – he just does it and puts his name and face to it. Yes, he does. He kind of says but he does. Out. He does speak in, in riddles, and you have to understand what he's saying. He's not – sometimes it's a little gray area with him as well. Yeah, and then, of course, there's this part, which it could be good or bad. We'll, we'll see. But asked about recruiting players this offseason to come play for the Jets. As much or as little as they want. I have relationships with uh, various people across the NFL and friends and work out together with a lot of NFL guys. But, you know, Joe and his staff have done a nice job over the years. So if he wants my help in recruiting, I'm available. I don't necessarily think it has to be anybody associated with his system. It's about character. You know, I think we need maybe some characters on the offensive line. Some of the best lines we've ever had have had some serious characters. I think about the 14 line, five characters on that so I think we're just bringing some high character guys if they're characters as well that'd be fantastic but I think we're close which is the exciting thing that's a very interesting statement well he's talking about some people with some like you know Richie Incognito people hate him one of the dirtiest people in the game but he brought well, Bakhtiari is like that yeah. too he's, well, got a big, he's got a person he's a character yeah, Bakhtiari he, was a character yeah but he's, he still is he's, he's a shell of himself yeah no no that's not my point I'm yeah. not saying he's a guy you go get I'm yeah. saying he, he has that experience with Offensive line. And yeah, who's the dude? I mean, look at Nick Mango. Nick who, Mango's a, a character. Yeah. L- Logan Mankins was a character for the Patriots forever. Yeah. Right? You think about those guys that are tone setters, but they're a little loopy, a little wacky. Who's the center in Tampa? Uh, Jensen? Yeah, Jensen. Right? Yeah, Another yeah. guy. The redhead dude. Like, the Brady yeah, loved him. Yeah. yeah, well, he's all he's all messed up. Yeah. Well, he's, he's banged up now. Yeah, he missed the whole season. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we tried to get him. Here, I believe, before we decide to draft one. But the day. point is, I think, is, he, is that what he's tone, talking you about? You need guys some tone who, setters. Yeah. Like when you think guys about, have attitude. When you think about the Jets, you think about the outspoken guys that's, you know, loquacious and, 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 and flamboyant. You think about like Quincy. Jason Kelsey. You think about, yeah, yeah but I'm talking about like uh, just on the defense side for the Jets. Oh. All, all, all those characters are on the defensive side of the ball. 
sauce, right? Like you got like everybody, like CJ, like everybody. So swag, like Franklin Mowers, like swag. Yeah, swag, exactly. Yeah, because again, like let's go back to what we were saying yeah. about Makai. Yeah, Makai Becton is a big dude, and he's a good, he's a good dude. Like I've talked to him, he's a good dude, and all that stuff. Yeah. But when the season ends and you're happy that you survived it. Like I probably need a little more punch out of you there. Yeah, I'm guy. just happy I didn't get hurt again. Like even though he doesn't play well, but Clemens coming with the bat, like you think about. Oh, no, I know. You think yeah. about you defensive think, side. He's got a yeah. lot of these types. Yeah. Of you, dudes. Think, you think about you think about Dawson, right? Uh, you think about Dawson for the uh, the Buffalo Bills showed up in, in, in a primetime game with no shirt on. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Looking like Ricky Rose belly. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kamala. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> we don't have anybody like that, right? right? Zach Martin, Quentin Nelson, like. We don't have guys that are guys, right? Like Vera Tucker's, like you know, even Trent Williams is, even though it's, it's not oh, yeah. a big personality, but he's got. He, he wants to. He precedes him. No, he's the one that started. With, yo, Trent is crazy. Anybody that play against Trent is crazy. So, you, so he is a he, character. He, and he's a because he seems yeah. like a, like he doesn't really. He a crap talker. Like he yeah. talked trash. Okay, there the you go. So day. that's a different type he's of a, character. He's, he's the one that's, that brought them out with the boombox. That was his stuff. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. there you go. So, that, so you that, see him coming out. He rapping with the boombox. So is 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 Rogers basically saying we need some bullies? We got some nice guys, yeah. but we need some bullies. Yeah, we need some dudes with some felons. We just we just say like yeah. we we need some felons. You know, you can't just have all choir boys. You need some dudes that like oh man, I hope he don't do nothing stupid today. Like uh, off the field, <laughs> like hey man, check on him, make sure he's good. Right. You got to keep him in the right frame of mind. You can't right. have all choir boys. No, that's you know, true. You, you need the James Harrisons of the world. You need the Vontaze Burfleys, the tone setters. Like oh man, he may get suspended every other year. Look at Draymond. You need a guy like that when Draymond. you when, when you when you got a bunch of. Steph Curry's and, and, and Clay. You need somebody that can dirty. I know you're going to say. When you got a bunch of light skinned guys. Yeah, light breads. <laughs> you knew you were going to say that. 800 919 3776. So, again, with the understanding, right? With the understanding that Aaron Rodgers is going to have a heavy hand in a lot of things that go on here. We understand that. So, let's, you know, when I say what would, what do, what do the Jets need to do? What, what, what do they need to do? What changes need to be made? Let's understand it with you can't tell me. Oh, they got to fire the coach. They got to fire the offensive coordinator. Let's understand none of that's happening, right? But still, what needs to be done for us to get to a point where we can be where we were in August, where we were buying in? Because I'll tell you what, my confidence has been shaken. And that is something that's going to take a long time. And I don't even know if it'll take the first week of the season. Preseason ain't going to happen. But my confidence is shaken in the franchise, is yours. 800-919-3776. Again, we'll get into the Giants' eulogy and all the things that Brian Dable's having to say about their season. And, of course, Wink Martindale. Will he be back? What, what Dable said about that and more. All that coming up. Your calls as well. But first, Bart, tell us about Sansone. Yeah, man. Bart Scott here. You have to check out Sansone Auto Mall for yourself. I've been telling you guys for weeks now. I mean, it's the largest auto mall in all of New Jersey. You get to choose from almost 2,000 new and pre-owned vehicles across 10 top brands, Nissan, Toyota, Kia, Jeep, Mazda, Hyundai, and more. Sansong works with you to fit within your budget. Credit issues, don't worry. Sansong does it all. They can get you approved. Sansong works with over 20 banks so that you can have more financing options. Tell them Bart Scott sent you, and guess what? They're going to take an extra $1,000 off the vehicle. Sansong Auto Mall on Route 1 in Woodbridge. Visit SamsungAuto.com or call 1-800-SANSONG today. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Tonight is the national championship game in college football. But the big question hanging over that game is the future of Jim Harbaugh. Earlier this morning on DPH and Rothenberg, guys were talking with Paul Feinbaum and asked, is Harbaugh leaving Michigan? I mean, I think it would be the biggest shock of, of the year in sports if Jim Harbaugh is at Michigan next week. It, it just seems like when you've been suspended for six games, you've got a $12 million a year contract on the table with a couple of exclusionary clauses that prevent you from talking to the NFL. So that's on the left side. And on the right side is as many as four, maybe six NFL teams, once the firings, I guess they've already started today, continue, are offering you a job. And, and, and the consensus on you is that you are the most coveted guy in, in pro football. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You know what we got going on right now, Bart Scott? You got to be, I mean, this is, you know, it's this time of year. Everybody's excited about it. It's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza Part 5. This is a fifth installment of this. That's how, that's how this, this has been so popular. This year, listen to this, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and also have a chance at one of 10 super boxes, and these are the prizes. All right? I mean, this is like, this is a big deal. We're talking about, let's see, a big screen TV. Think you could use that for the Super Bowl? Vizio? How about a, a, a Meta Quest? Like that? Yeah, so much more. So here's your chance right now, everybody. The caller number, we got to make this one special. Caller number what? What's CJ Stroud's number? Was he number one? Nah. Stroud's not number one? Seven. seven. Let's make it number seven. The amount of wins the Jets had this year. Caller number seven right now at 888-987-ESPN. Giants too, right? 888-987-ESPN. Giants had six wins. Oh, okay. Uh, and you can select a box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. I know you're excited. It's all brought to you by... I'm not excited because I can't win. It's all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. All right, it's Football Monday on 98.7 ESPN. It's brought to you by Slomans. With, uh, you can call 1-800-ALARM-ME to learn how you can have the Slomans Shield professionally installed for free. Slomans, the difference is human. All right, let's get to calls. 800-919-3776. Let's go to James in Bayonne to start us off. What's up, James? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Hey, man, um, as far as with the Jets, man, the state of the franchise, I think, man, I'm, I'm weary about it, man, because Joe D had all these years to get his O-line going, and it's just it's been getting worse and worse every year. So there's no faith there with him as far as getting the O-lineman. And I feel as though with yesterday's, with yesterday's win, man, I feel as though we might have gifted the evil empire another another Tom Brady because now they're, they're, they're locked in like a top three pick, and we moved down to the 10th, and it's just like it might be like blessed all over again, man. So it's kind of like... The state with them just getting their their guy, and with us, just I don't trust Joe D. Man, we got a pass rusher at Will McDonald that can't see the field, and we got to pay by self. So either one guy walks, or we pay the other. So it's just like I don't know what they're doing over there, and I don't think they know what they're doing either, man. So well, I don't know. This year exposed a lot. Well, to to answer exposed your, a lot, to, James said. Well to, put. To, to answer your Will McDonald thing, like he can't play. 
I mean, he ended up with three sacks, pretty much the same that uh, Jermaine Johnson ended up the year before. And if he has a similar jump, then you're going to be having maybe 16 to 18, 16 to 20 sacks a year from your outside guys that are young, long, lean. One's bigger, stronger. The other one's more athletic and twitchy. But yeah, your, your concerns about the offensive line is, is warranted. Can you fix it in one year? That's, of course, the big question. It costs uh, a lot of money. On that topic, Richard in Queens is next. Go ahead, Richard. Hey, how you doing, guys? All I right. love the show. Long-time fan. Thank you. Um, I got a different take on the Makai Beckham statement. I feel, and you know, I've been a fan of his since they drafted him. I feel like he was just so happy uh, just to get through the year because I think two injuries like that really mess with your head. And if you remember the beginning of the year, he was taking himself out of games because he was worried about the knee. And then he finally confessed. He said, "You look, I just realized yeah. uh, this is my this stuff is in my head. I just got to get to the point where I realize I'm going to have to play with pain. That it's not going to be the same. So I think it was more of a relief for him saying, you know, oh, at least I made the 17 games. I didn't play great, but I'm coming off of two terrible knee injuries, but I made it through. So, and I think that if you give him another year, switch him to right." I think it'll be better to give a big guy up like that. I don't, you know, there's no. Bart said this. There are no offense left tackles out there just available to get. So you gotta, you know, sort of throw one away. You know, to me, would be a mistake. Well, you got him in. A, you got him in the draft, right? There's plenty of them in the draft. You know, Olt and the uh, kid from Penn State. You know, you have two of them from from there. But you, you also it's a contract discussion you got to have with Makai. I was going to ask well. you like what I'm, I'm looking right now what what his situation is. He, he's he's free. He's a, he's, he's a you know he's a free agent in 2025. I think I think he's they still, didn't pick up his option. Um, you are right. They did not. You're right. Right. So he was he was in a, a prove it year. And, and listen, they they didn't they didn't even put their arms around him and embraced him to even get out there. Until after um, Aaron Rodgers like started loving on him, right? And, and Rodgers was the one that tried to tell him just stop thinking and just get out there and play. Yeah, it's one of those things. But you, I don't know if I'm putting him at left tackle. I mean, he was at right tackle when when he got hurt. That was Dwayne Brown that was out there. Yeah, I he's think he's more comfortable guy. on the left side. Yeah, so like you have to ask yourself: Do you draft a kid from um, you know Notre Dame or, or or Penn State and put them on the right side? And saying, okay, Makai, this is your prove-it year, and then slide slide that guy over to left tackle. Because he should – the best year we ever seen from Makai, he was next to he was next to um, Vera Tucker. Right. And be, to be able to put them back to the left side. Uh, You'd really have to trust him and the knee and himself mentally. Well, you know, you know, like Vera Tucker's on that side, but he's coming off of an injury. Who knows? He's, he's starting to get a stigma that he can't stay healthy either. Which stinks, yeah. Again, it's Fashano from Penn State, and I mean his his projections are like Joe Smith and Tyron Smith, uh, Joe, Joe Thomas and yeah. Tyron Smith. As soon as you hear Joe Thomas, forget Tyron oh. Smith. Joe Thomas, Joe Thomas yeah. was on the worst team ever, and teams knew that they had to pass all the time because it was always behind in Cleveland. Yeah, when, and when all you, he did was like eight All Pros and. And his specialty is pass blocking, not run blocking. So right. again, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you you that's you need that, right? And then Joe Alt is the Notre Dame guy you've been talking yeah. about, and saying he's six eight, which is what Makai Becton is. Yeah. And it's once again he just got like they talk about him with technique uh, and, hear, and everything else. But what you don't hear about they're with plug him and is, play is guys. Yeah. What you don't don't what you don't hear about is the weight. And the undisciplined that way. So when you hear say and that six, was the Becton concern, yeah, right. it's the it's his weight can blow up. Yeah, yeah, you, that that was always the concern with Makai, but also a mauler when when he is on. Um, but those are the things you worry about. And the drop off, it's amazing because right, you go so, from two guys that people feel again. These are the experts now, and we'll be hearing about this for the next couple of months. But when you talk about the draft and the Jets winning a game, I said slay the dragon, all that stuff. They fall the tenth. These two guys might not be on the board. Right. Can you trade up? Can you like like is there something you can do? They don't have a second round pick. Right. At six at six, you you didn't have to worry about that. That's right. One of them would have been there. For sure. Because after that it's Fuaga from Oregon State, yep. uh, Latham from Alabama, you know, Mims from Georgia, who are all good projected first round talents. You want the Hall of Famer. 
You want the Panay Sewell. You want the Quentin Nelsons. You want the Zach Marks. You want the brand names coming out of college that has lived up to the expectations, right? Like, like Beckton, we had never really heard of Beckton. We had heard of Tristan Wirfs, right? And he, he lived up to the – Yes, he did. He's lived up to the billing. He certainly We did. heard about Joe Thomas, lived up to the billing. So I want to, I want to just to, to draft somebody that we've heard of so that they can live up to the billing. Not somebody that we didn't hear of, like, oh, the Jets saw something that nobody else saw. When you're picking in the top ten, mm-hmm. you want to pick something, a brand name that's a can't-miss pick. So these workouts, to me, are critical, right? Because a guy like Mims at Georgia has done no, nothing. Right? I, I, I'm not, I don't want nothing to do with it. If it ain't, it's I, a lot I, of winning. A lot care. of winning, and he's a big dude, massive, great athleticism, but not a ton of experience. Right. But, but, you worry about that. Right. And them, Alabama, again, a lot of winning, a winning place, a big guy, 6'6", 360, but they, you know, again, has gifts, but what is it? Work in progress right. is the phrase you see with a guy like him. Fuaga is somebody, though, they call him a mauler as well. Yeah, but he's a right tackle. I need a left tackle. And that's right. <clears throat> exactly right. Exactly right. So you're looking, looking for and, that. And you're looking at the, the, the guys that big, the Jets and their system is more of a move system. It's not a big mauling system. Right, so that's that was yeah. They, they need to be athletic, right? That's Get what, out and move. Yeah. So, that, so that was Breckton's issue, point. right? So Falaga is is he's that type of guy, mm-hmm. right? Joe Smith, Tyron Smith, guys that can move to the next level and pull. So I, if I can't get him, I'm, I'll be okay with Alt. But outside of that, I'm, I'm disappointed. All and right. they were disappointed last year. All right, so coming up again, we continue your calls. We get eulogizing Yusuf, the Jets Yusuf, season. I, I'm with you, Yusuf, by we're the way. Get yeah, we're going to get to the calls. I'm, I'm really mad at that. Yeah, we'll get to the calls. There's lots to get to. The Giants in the 1 o'clock hours. We'll go deeper into that. The things that Brian Dable said about Wink Martindale and also uh, Kafka, his, his both of his coordinators, what he said about them and their futures. You want to hear that and what the Giants do going forward. We'll get into that again, 1 o'clock hour. But coming up next, something that happened in the game yesterday with the Jets that is another one of those like kind of facepalm moments of the season. And it's just, how did this happen? When you hear it, you're going to ask the same question. That's coming up next. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Bart. So speaking of the one, one two, two, three into the foe, because we all can count, right? Most of us. Sometimes I'm off. When you knew, let, let, let me just give you a hypothetical. Bart, you needed, well, like Chris Jones, you needed one sack. Yeah, to David De- uh, Clowney. Right. You needed, everybody looking at like, what the hell is he doing? You needed one sack to get like. Um, a bonus incentive. Either a bonus or strictly just a milestone, right? For you. You would know that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Now, although, although I have let's say it was three sacks, and you weren't even paying attention to it. But you got two and in a game. Two, like, oh. Don't you think there's somebody on the sideline like, hey, yo, you get one more. Yeah. Right? Like, like, you know, right? that usually happens. And that's what I told you the last game of the season was all about for a lot of guys. A lot of guys. And not really for Brees Hall. Snow, we did not see... That we didn't see Brees Hall having the performance especially that he against, had. Not especially against this defense that doesn't, you know, give up. Now we career high thirty seven carries, one hundred and seventy eight yards in this game carries. against the Patriots. Thirty seven carries is a is a man's day. Now he had one hundred seventy eight yards, which is fantastic, right? But what he needed was one hundred eighty four. Why? Because that would have given him a thousand yard rushing season, which is amazing. Of what he had to deal with this year. Robert Sala, after the game, was asked, were you aware? Because Brees ended up with, obviously, 994 rushing yards on the season. So not an even 1,000, which, look, it's a, it's virtually 1,000. It, but it just sounds But nobody rounds up. Yeah, yeah. We don't round up. So after the game, here's what Sala said about it, the awareness of it. Yeah, we, we were aware. Um one of our mathematicians was wrong. We thought we thought he got it, um, but uh, we're ten yards off. So, but uh, 
we were trying to get it for him on that last run. Otherwise, we would have taken a knee. Hold on. It, it, don't, don't you measure twice and cut one? <laughs> so why, 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 am I, why am I depending on one? Why am I depending on one mathematician? You said one of the mathematicians. So what the hell? Ain't nobody else checking his, his math? They, y'all just took it from him? That, that, that sucks. Um, here's him this morning about the whole thing with Rich Samini asking him. How aware were you that Brees was close to a thousand at the end, and it sure seemed like you gave him a shot there at the? Yeah, we we were aware. Um, one of our mathematicians was wrong. We thought we thought he got it, um, but uh, we're ten yards off. So, but uh, ten yards off. We were trying to get it for him on that last run. Sorry. Otherwise, we would have taken a knee. I thought this was a new one. This is obviously the same one, just with the question with Rich. <laughs> they should have went a hurry up. Uh, Brees Hall. Upset about anything here? Nah, I don't. I really wasn't upset because if everybody on the league that watches me knows that you know I have the potential to be probably the best back in the NFL. If not, I'm top two, top three. So, um, you know, you know, situation is this year it kind of sucked with the injuries and everything. But um, you know, I feel like uh, I just did. I did everything I could, just coming off of ACL and um still having the coaches believe in me and stuff so it was it was a good season Bart how freaking good is Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson for basically both of them having the seasons they had in an offense that was the worst in the NFL yeah. think just like I don't want to go too far with it I'm, I'm not trying but think about this for a minute two young players in their second seasons yeah both of them virtually having thousand yard performances in an offense that was Considered the wor- had the lowest touchdowns, one of the worst in the NFL, historically bad, yeah. and yet you got two guys producing thousand yard seasons yeah. as a running back and a wide receiver. Yeah, Joe, it's a miracle. Yeah, Joe, Joe Joe Flacco came off the pickup line to throw more touchdown pass in four weeks. That's amazing stat. <laughs> it's like, bro, that's an amazing stat. Then everybody. Well, now everybody. we have now we have, of course, the playoffs beginning. Without the New York teams, we still we have playoffs to watch. And Yousef in New Jersey has a. If, uh, I'm with you, Yousef. Go ahead, take it away. Happy New Year, bro. Happy New Year, to Happy both New Year, man. What up? Listen, man. I think that it's 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 pure. Greed. Yes. Pure and simple. Now explain. Not, explain what you mean now. Now, what, what are you talking everybody about? Everybody out there that don't know. It, 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 you don't have a playoff. You got a playoff game. You got to pay for on Peacock. Like, I don't care if it's only $5 to get Peacock or whatever, but you you make all this money, TV rights, mm-hmm. uh, 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 whether it be, you know, the swag, the uh, merchandising, ticket sales. Now, now you're involved with sports gambling. You're getting money every possible way. And this is NBC, so by the way. Right. So now you're going to squeeze the same. The consumers. Again, by, by putting them, forcing them to get a, a playoff game. And that's why. And that's why. Because that's why because they know you'll pay it. Let me explain to everybody now who might not be aware of this. But, yes, yeah, so, it's, so it's Saturday trash. night's game. The eight o'clock game and a good one. It's the Chiefs, so they think about this. Why would we put the Chiefs in that window? On a peacock, you gotta pay for it to watch it. Because you gotta pay for it. Well, never mind that. Never mind that. You're also knowing that all of Taylor Swift's fans will want to watch this game, right? That's why you put the Chiefs in that game. So you can get some right, extra exactly. extra scratch out of the audience you're expecting to get because because of 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 um of Kelsey. That all of a sudden they have this extra following now of how many times are we going to see Taylor Swift on camera? So people exactly. who aren't fans, so you already have that in there now. So yeah, and so with the and, exception and also, of if you live in Kansas City or Miami, you can watch it for free. All right, mm-hmm. on the on the NBC affiliate in those markets, but the rest of the country, yeah, no, you, you got to pay, pay for it. Got to pay for it. And 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 Han, you said this around week three or four. You said that this was one of the most disappointing NFL seasons of, to, uh, in, in recent history, and you were right. It's been, it's been unwatchable. Unwatchable. Mm-hmm. And to that point, these commentators, I mean, if, if I think that uh, 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 Chris Collinsworth and T- Tony Romo have to be in – Josh Allen's camp. I mean, last night you had Tua, Tua, do a touchdown pass, first one of the game, 
and Chris Collinsworth spent five minutes talking about Josh Allen and what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. He didn't even mention to her. Mm-hmm. And he had just scored. And yeah. also, one last thing before you hang up. A few weeks ago, before the holidays, you were talking about changes that should be made in the Jets front office. Mm-hmm. And that day, I was on hold. It was too long. I had to hang up. But I DM'd you a name that I think belongs squarely in the Jet front office, somewhere in the organization in the front office. Maybe you can't look now because it would be cool if you could look. But I'll tell you the person that I believe squarely belongs somewhere in the strategy sessions and the war room at Influent Park, your co-host. Huh? Bart Scott. Bart, Bart, Bart's Bart. football mind mm-hmm. is bar none of the best in the business. I remember that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, he, I love watching him on TV. You know, I, I gave, I gave him a little hard time about, you know, being like, you know, in his ivory tower, looking down on, on the guys or whatever. <laughs> that was fun. You know what I'm saying? But Bart, Bart, you have one of the best football minds, football minds that I've ever heard. And I enjoy Hearing you guys, I wish you the best this new year. I'm an Eagles fan. We suck. It's over. It is what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? We appreciate now you, Now I want Lamar to, this, Lamar to this first ring, but you guys rock. Thank you, bro. Appreciate, Pre- you. appreciate you as well. Yeah, I mean, imagine how the Eagles I, feels fan right now. I, I'm not and, – and just so you know, I'm not, um, I'm not paying for Peacock to watch the game. I can care less. It's bad enough. Amazon. We already had to yeah, get I'm into not that. Doing it. Right. We are. I'm they not already doing did that. a game. Didn't they do a game around Christmas? Right? Yeah, they did a game they, Christmas. Yeah, did anybody? And, 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 did anybody watch it? Nope. They like, put, did we get they, any numbers? They, they, they put it on. Uh, they listen. This Exclusively on Peacock. I'm they, wondering how how yeah, it did. They listen. They try. They trying to get you to to, to see fat pigs get slaughtered. To 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 really quote uh, to quote uh, Mark Cuban. Let's fat pick this up on the other side because we're obviously on the break right now. But let's pick it up on the other side because this is something. I'm I'm doing this off principle. But it is so obvious. It's so obvious what they're doing here. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, Bart, on the other side, we'll continue this conversation and more. But first, uh, tell us about Sanso. Yeah, man, Bart Scott here. Let's check out, tell you guys, check out the uh, Sanso Auto Mall for yourself. I've been telling you guys for a couple of months now that you know it's a place to go. I mean, listen, it's the largest auto mall in all of New Jersey. You get to choose from almost 2,000 new and pre-owned vehicles across 10 top brands, Nissan, Toyota, Kia, Jeep, Mazda, Hyundai, and more. Sanson works with you to fit within your budget. They got all kinds of cars, all type of options. If credit is an issue, Sanson also can get you approved as well. Sanson works with over 20 banks so you can have more financing options. Tell them Bart Scott sent you and they're going to give you an extra $1,000 off your next vehicle. Sanson Auto Mall in Route 1 on Woodbridge. Visit SansonAuto.com or call 1-800-SANSONG today. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Well, the Giants season is now over and plenty of changes will come about in the offseason. There's been reports of tension between Brian Dable and defensive coordinator Wink Martindale earlier this morning on DPH and Rothenberg. The guys asked Rex Ryan, will the Giants fire Wink? They're not going to fire Wink. They're, they're not going to do that. I mean, who are you going to replace them with? And Martindale's not a bad coach. You know, I think he spends a lot of time in the media, you know, making calls and all that. And I think that rubs Dable the wrong way. But look, he, they can do a lot worse than Don Martindale as, the, as their defensive coordinator, I can assure you. So I don't think that's that's the issue. I think they're going to look at, at the offense. I, I, I could see him making changes on offense more than I can on their defense. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it is Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.